This is Chris Payne from Euclid, Ohio, and you are listening to Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting Visiting the website, thebbqcentral.com. Now, let's get in the smoke. Here's your program host, Greg Rempe. Hey gang, welcome to another edition of the Really Big Barbecue Central Show! Oh yeah, we broadcast live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It's rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I guess in some regions of the country has been well-established as the barbecue capital of the North Coast, but that's neither here nor there. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Let me give you some contact information in case you want to jump in on the show tonight. 877 448 Greg at is the email address. So those are the things... In regards to communication, you're going to want to keep in mind. Here's what's happening on the show in case you missed the newsletter this morning. And by this morning, I mean 4 o'clock this afternoon. 14 past the hour, which is about 12 minutes from now. Robert McGee from Munch and Hogs at the Hilton. Current KCBS Team of the Year for 2011 will be joining us. Been chasing Robert for a number of months. He's been very busy. But we found time before the KCBS yearly meeting where he officially gets indoctrinated into KCBS Team of the Year ship, which I believe is incorrect English. So look for Robert McGee coming up shortly. And then in the second hour, Scott Roberts, a monthly contributor to the show, will be joining us to talk about the best of 2011 when it comes to sauce and rub. So there you go, 877-448-0433. Greg at com email address and phone number, respectively. Maybe you were wondering... You're damn right. Back in the studio, it's Durag! Oh, yeah, baby. Billy. What's, what's kicking, chicken? Well, let me say that the studios, young William, have been longing for the Durag to come back, to sit in the studio for a whole two hours and talk about, you know, whatever it is. Sorry, this is the one thing that I knew they were going to talk about. There's no camera, too. Big stuff out of here. You're, I guess you're going to have to take my word for it. Hold on a second. Let me do this. Let me grab the camera. And there he is. See? It's Durag, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah! Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. He's got the computer right there. We got our Skype computer. This is my thing right here. So there you go. Uh, I was wondering how many people were actually going to go ahead and you know give me crap that I actually don't have any guests and somehow you're magically piped in through the wiles of the Internet. But... I'm here in Absolutely. the flesh. So as someone who was in here, it's probably a year and a half ago, maybe a little bit more than that. And now you're back in the very beginnings of 2012. What have you noticed that has changed in regards to the Barbecue Central Radio Network compound? You got hair on your face. What's that about? 
That's the, that's the biggest thing that you know that you're noticing. Um, it's a it's it's a lot of hair. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, I mean, it's you can pull it now. It's the kids uh, look I'm at me like I'm, your hair, I can keep uh, food and drink and pencils in it. <laughs> I mean, you never know what's going to happen, right? Uh, look at this, Phil White joining in right here. Hey, Billy, did you bring some apple pie? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's right here. I go nowhere without the pie. Nice. Mm. It's the cinnamon. Really, that kind of brings it all together. Yeah. Can't say cinnamon. And being a stand-up guy like yourself and a professional cook, you know how to blend those flavor profiles together. Whether it be proteins or whether it be liquor, I, I don't blend any proteins, Greg. <laughs> I'll leave that to the other kind. All right. Well, let me uh, let me get to this. Uh, this is very important, and I was supposed to make mention of this last week, but I uh, completely forgot. Uh, there's a guy out there by the name of Stan Hayes who also works in conjunction with Jeff Stiff for Operation Barbecue Relief. Are you familiar with this, Billy? I am. I, All right. I read about it. So first he wanted to tell me there's a couple fundraisers going on. So Central Lights uh, Oper- Operation Barbecue Relief is helping people that are suffering through national disasters. You remember last year when all those tornadoes ripped through Joplin. Uh, Stan and Jeff and a whole bunch of other cookers were out there providing meals for people that had been displaced. And it was really, if you go back and listen to the 2011 show on review, it was an absolute brilliant and charitable thing that they were doing. So let me first tell you that there are fundraisers going on for this. And the first one is they're doing a backyard barbecue raffle for about 30 people. It's good anywhere in the United States, only costs $20 for a ticket. And they'll give away three of the backyard barbecue raffles. Uh, They'll give them away. You could really use more tickets sold to help fundraisers. So this is why I wanted to go ahead and mention it here on the show. So if anybody's listening and you want to help a great cause and you want the potential of getting your own barbecue uh, backyard barbecue anywhere in the country, then you want to go to this email address or to this website, operationbbqrelief.org, and then you want to do a backslash partyflyer.html. I will go ahead and link that up here shortly. Operationbbqrelief.org slash partyflyer.html. And the other fundraiser was actually coming up in a couple days. It's local to Kansas City. It is a Texas Hold'em tournament, and they could use a few more sponsors for the event. So if you're interested, you got last-minute things that you can do, go ahead and do that. Uh, if, and whoever is interested in promoting uh, their stuff or they want to go ahead and become some type of a table sponsor or just a money donation sponsor, uh, both Stan and Jeff would be absolutely thankful for having you jump in, especially since it's kind of last minute. That, that website itself, operationbbqrelief.org, and this one is slash pokersponsor.html, pokersponsor.html. And, of course, a founders memberships available at operationbbqrelief.org. So I want to thank Jeff and Stan for, A, passing this along to me. And, again, I apologize. Uh, Stan linking it up right there in the chat room. So go ahead and take advantage of that. Operationbbqrelief.org slash partyflyer and operationbbqrelief.org slash pokersponsor. And this is an organization Billy, that, you know, we talk a lot about drama that's going on in competition barbecue and what constitute real barbecue and grilling and are they separate and we mingle and mangle and argue about senseless horseshit 
when it comes to this industry. And here's an organization that is actually going out and kind of keeping the vision of what barbecue is really about and getting out there, helping others, especially when they're in need. I like it. I like it. Yeah, it's absolutely a fantastic yeah. organization. OperationBBQRelief.org, if that's something you want to join, absolutely. Go ahead and take advantage of that. All right, uh, Billy, I can tell you are slim, you are trim, so you have some barbecue, Beards for Barbecue update. I'm going to go ahead and give you mine. As of today, logged in 15 miles of running for the week. Nice. The beard is getting better, the miles are getting longer, uh, longer. and I really actually don't have any weight to lose, but my thought is to get the heart healthy, because there are some heart issues in the family, the lineage. So while I am, let's say, a sexy slender man, the heart probably isn't that great of shape. You are sexy. And you've seen, well, thank you. And you've seen, you know, what I have to contend with. I have wives and, I almost said wives. I have a wife. I have kids. You do. And evidently they would like me to stick around. So one has to do their part when they're on the uh, short end of the genetical stick. They're all wearing do-rags, too. That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) Talk to the microphone. And I have a new one. Nobody, I don't, did anybody make mention of my awesome new do-rag yet in the chat room? This used to, this was the old one. You remember this one, the Flames, which is now almost two years old. Now I have the All-American do-rag, which I'll be donning now here for uh, some time. Nice. Yeah, it's great. I appreciate you coming in and bringing gifts. I mean, not so much the do-rags, but I do appreciate mostly the apple pie. Well, you know, I am from the South, and we know how to be hospitable. How, how does one make uh, apple pie? Get you some uh, apple juice, some apple cider, some sugar, and throw some other stuff in. For instance, are you using uh, corn or potatoes, or how do you get the liquor part of it? Well, I can't really say that. Well, right? it's the Internet. There's porno on oh, the Internet. Oh, Where? <laughs> Evidently, it's all over. I've never seen it. Oh, we we use some some homemade liquor. All right. Well, I'll uh, I'll take that. I, I, Evidently, maybe a little later in the show, you'll be a little bit more forthcoming for the people that are in the South that also want to uh, try their hand at making uh, apple pie and moonshine and the like. Sounds good. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. Billy Durag Carroll is in the house tonight in Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios. But first, I want to quickly remind you about Draper's Barbecue. They are a third-generation barbecue company located in western Kentucky in between Memphis and Kansas City. Shane wanted to create a line of products that represented both cities as well as the flavor profiles of his home. Draper's Smoking Sauce is a savory with a touch of sweetness, tangy with some heat. You like heat. I love heat. Absolutely. And it's a balanced yet complex blend of spices. And it's just at home on the competition trails, grilling in your backyard. Smoking Sauce has brought home several trophies this past year on ribs and chicken. And it's on the front lines in the battle against overly sweet flavor profiles, which I hate. What, do you hate that? I should try that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I need that. I need some help. Draper's Barbecue also has a fantastically versatile rub, Billy, known simply as AP Rub. AP? You know what it stands for? All purpose. Absolutely. All per- it's a great flavor enhancer on any protein, but it can be used on popcorn and french fries, salads, onion rings, soups, chowders, checks, mixed, baked potatoes. The list goes on. Basically, your imagination is its only limitation. AP's rub of savory, salty, sweet, all of these things that make a great rub, right? 
It's great on virtually anything. Now, look. What if you could put it on some Bengal tiger? Let me tell you something. You could probably put one on a Bengal tiger, one on a lion. But if you use smoke and sauce and AP rub on the tiger itself, this is when they really shine and when it's together. The dovetail of two flavor profiles make it completely different. An even more complex profile that will keep the judges thinking about your entry long after you've put it down. It will make you come back for second and third bites. The mix of the two has a designed roller coaster effect on the palate that swings the taster through all parts of their taste buds. Now, look, you can find Draper's Barbecue at three different places on the Internet. DrapersBBQ.com. The creators of the Bacon Explosion, BBQAddicts.com and BBQProShop. Com. All trusted Draper's resources. You can also find them on Facebook and Twitter. Shane, always available to help questions in regards to flavor profiles from other competitors. If you have a local store that you'd like Draper products in, send Shane an email at info at drapersbbq.com. Always looking to add new stores and new markets. And your tip could lead you to earning some free swag as well. I like swag. Draper's Barbecue, when they say three generations of pride in a bottle, they mean it. One, two, three. And we are coming back with Robert McGee of Munchin' Hogs at the Hilton right after this. It is Greg Rampey. It is Billy Durag Carroll. And you are listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Mike Davis is Go ahead and uh, race over the hotline. Joining me now, soon to be officially crowned 2011 KCBS Team of the Year. Since 2008, which happens to be the last time he won the same honor, his team has finished outside, has not finished outside the top 10 in the overall standing, which obviously shows how consistent the team is. So we go ahead, welcome back to the show Robert McGee of Munchin Hogs at the Hilton. Robert, how are you, bud? Great. How are you doing today, Greg? Doing absolutely fabulous, Robert. We also have Billy Durag Carroll in the studios. I have no idea why he's in Cleveland, but he decided to stop by the studios and hang out, so uh, he wanted to welcome you in as well. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing great. I think I need one of those Durags I just saw Greg wearing. <laughs> we, we can hook you up. I yeah. just need some brisket secrets. Well, hey, uh, do-rags, brisket secrets. I mean, we're uh, we're making all kinds of deals here right atop the show. All right, uh, so, Robert, if you could kind of uh, conveniently and as uh, uh, concise as possible, can you give us kind of a, a review of the past year, that being 2011, and how it went for you and the team? Wow, it, it was a great year. We went out to uh, take some of the larger contests and uh, – you know, we, we started with one goal was to win really large contests. And next thing you know, we were after, you know, to make the Jack Daniels. And then Team of the Year came in uh, to fruition. So um, we just just 
one goal after another just kept going for each and every one. And, and here we are. We ended up with uh, number one team in the nation. How many events did you actually get into last year, Robert? You know, I, I think it was about 35, give or take one or two. I mean, that's a lot of events, right? Um, it is a lot of events. Um, yeah, I, I think we did three doubles in it. So, uh, uh, you know, you gotta, there's a lot of hats off to my wife for dealing with me gone that, that many weekends with four kids. So I, I guess one of the things that comes up to me is somebody who's not necessarily in the competition scene, but I'm talking to pitmasters each and every week and everybody's got a different family situation going on. Do you have... A, you're, you're still the, the chef over at the, the Hilton, Robert? I, I am. I'm the executive chef in food and beverage at the Hilton Hotel here in Kansas City. And are they pretty amenable to you getting off on the weekends? I would imagine during a, you know, the hotel is a weekend has got to be kind of a busy time, right? You know, it's a great marketing thing. Both the, uh, Hilton and, uh, myself joint efforts to, uh, uh, do the best we can to position our hotel in in food and beverage and barbecue being one of the you know one of the most prestigious uh, cuisines here in Kansas City. Um, I've taken that to new heights and brought a lot of uh, business back to the hotel. So yeah, they're very supportive, hundred uh, percent. And uh, boy, I couldn't ask for anything better. Robert McGee from Munch and Hogs at the Hilton joining us here on the show. All right, Robert, so as you gear up for the new year, do you sit down, you plan out all the contests that you would like to do, uh, or do you find yourself kind of dropping in a certain amount of contests during the course of the year as well? Um, I really like to map out what I want to do. Um, there's a couple things hold me up from uh, this year going forward, uh, but usually I like to plan at least uh, four months out and send out all my entries to make sure I know which way I'm going. Now, you, you kind of mentioned it off the top here, but and maybe it's a stupid question to ask, but I'll do it anyway because I'm not that smart. Do you go in every year looking to win Team of the Year? Is there some other mindset when a new competition season starts and as you see the season evolving and you're like, hey, you know what, I got a, I got a shot at this thing. I'm going to go ahead and make a run at it. Or is that pretty much the mindset right at the top? Um, it, it wasn't last, it wasn't last year. Uh, when we first went out, me and my, uh, teammate, Sean Lycombe, uh, the first thing we thought was, is let's go to all the big contests and see if we can win some of this money on, on top. Um, you know, we, we ended up going out and we did a really good job winning a couple of the big prizes. And, um, uh, you know, next thing came up that, you know, Hey, we got a shot to go back to the Jack Daniels. So let's go ahead and see if we can win six, you know, before the deadline, and then, you know, we hit that and then we said, wow, you know, we, were, we actually have a chance to shoot for team of the year. So, you know, one fell right into the other. And, you know, when you first start off, you know, there's a lot of testing out there to see what the market wants. So, um, you know, things change as you go throughout the year and hopefully you make the right decisions. Robert McGee from Munch and Hogs at the Hilton joining us here on the show. Robert, you were seventh overall in 2010. Is there anything specifically that you did in between competition seasons that got you over the hump this past year? You know, there's no doubt about it. We have done process improvement on everything that we do. Um, if we felt that there was a category that wasn't pulling its weight uh, for us to win an overall, um, we would hone in on it and change it, whether we went more with savory uh, versus sweet. We found out by the end of the year, I mean, it should be no surprise to anybody, but 
for everybody who needs to know. Um, I really thought that everybody stepped away from candy barbecue to really more of a savory barbecue. So that really helped out us going through 2011. All right, so let's go ahead real quick, Robert, if we can, and kind of just go through the category results overall. Chicken, you were seventh overall. I hear from a lot of pitmasters that chicken is always the Achilles heel over the evolution of a competition season, but seventh obviously is showing that it was fairly consistent. Were you pretty happy with the results overall? Um, I was. Towards the end of the year, I did much better. That's where I made my change up. Um, You know, you know, you got to try different things. Throughout the year, we tried everything. I mean, you name it, that part of the chicken ended up in my box. So, uh, you know, hopefully we've got a winning combination going to 2012. So, um, yeah, I'm really happy with what we did in chicken overall. Do you see a process of chicken thighs still being the favorite of being turned in on boxes? If so, do you ever see a point where that might get steered away from? Um, there's no doubt about it. I think uh, I think chicken legs are, uh, has got a huge uh, uh, influence to the judges. I also think chicken breasts, if you cook it right, um, I also see combination boxes of chicken, which uh, puts a little edge on everybody. All right, so let's look at ribs. Fourth overall, I mean, out of uh, how many thousands of teams, absolutely spectacular. Is, is there anything that you had done differently from the year previous to uh, 2011 to get you fourth overall in ribs? That's spectacular. You know what? That's about the one category I, I steered straight, um, you know, that I that I left for the last three years. I've uh, uh, tried to stay the path. The only thing I did was step away from a little bit less sweetness uh, with the way I was handed in, and it uh, it really paid off. All right, pork, 15. So I guess if we're looking at all four. You have three that are in the top ten. Pork is 15, so I guess we could say that's your uh, worst uh, category. But, geez. Uh, I'm sure there's any number of teams that would take a 15th overall during the season. What do you like about the pork? What do you think you might need to change to bump that up even a little bit? Uh, I think I need to go re- go back to school and figure out what pork's all about. I mean, we tried so many different things. I mean, you name it, we tried it. Uh, matter of fact, my last competition, I went all, all the way out to Cummings, Georgia, just to uh, experiment on pork. And I put a, a peach, a spicy peach vinegar barbecue sauce and that still didn't work. So I haven't fil- figured out pork. So the day somebody can teach me that, I'll be very grateful. Would you ever take a competition cooking class on teams that are winning right now? You know what? I have never done that. And uh, and then probably not, just because as a chef, I want to figure it out myself. Gotcha. Robert McGee joining us here on the show. All right, Brisket's eighth overall. How do you feel about the brisket? What changes do you think you might be making coming into this year? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, uh, we're, we're pretty excited going into this year with brisket. We uh, we went from slow cooks to fast cooks, and by the end of the year, we, we, we figured going back to slow cooks uh, pulled a lot of more flavor out of the brisket. Um, we're going to try some new injections going into this year. we got Cosmo Q backing us up for uh, 2012, uh, so we're going to inject with his injection. Um, so we're pretty excited about it. I, I think our brisket's really going to pull through for us in 2012. Robert, I don't remember in our past conversations if you had not been part of the clan that had gone into Wagyu beef or if you had stayed you know, with the stuff that you're going to be getting at Sam's Club. What are you cooking these days? You know, I'm using primes. i got to be quite honest with you. The Wagyu's are great. For everybody who cooks Wagyu's, two thumbs up for you. But I can cook three of my briskets for the price of their one. 
So I'll throw three in my smoker to figure out the one versus their three and take the other three back and use it at my hotel. So you figure it out. All right. Most memorable contest of 2011. 2011. It's got to be Las Vegas to pull down Las Vegas out there and, and uh, driving 22 hours back and 22 hours, uh, 22 hours there and 22 hours back. And of course, seeing every Las Vegas show I could get in while I was there, uh, you know, to pull down that grand champion with uh, some of the best barbecues in the world was uh, it was really exciting. Robert McGee joining us here on the show. Robert, let me switch it up here a little bit. You're obviously you know, very entrenched in KCBS and you know all the goings on. We have now right in the middle of KCBS voting for a new board of directors. I believe it ends in about three days. You're around a lot of pitmasters. Do you guys actually get together and, and gales uh, and really talk about things like transparency and inconsistent judging and technology and scoring systems, or is that more of a small vocal minority? Well, there's no doubt about it. We, we sit there at contests and talk about it. Um, have not sat down with the board and actually gave my opinion on it, but I, I know they've got a lot of uh, feedback on, on, you know, different directions going, you know, every year they need to improve. So I know they're doing the best they can. Are you looking to endorse any particular candidate that you see running or does it not really matter to you? Um, well, there's a couple candidates I, I really like. Um, I, I personally think Larry Hadley's a great candidate here in Kansas City. Uh, you know, he's got my full support. Um, you know, I, I we, we got we got some we got some great candidates out there. So I think whoever ends up on the board is just going to be you know just help us take us to the next level. Do you think the existing board is doing good enough, or are there some items that you would like to see changed? Um, yeah, you're throwing me into a, a hornet's <laughs> nest, but, you know, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and feel this one and throw myself out there. Uh, KCBS is a growing sport. I think everybody knows that we're on the tip of the iceberg to keep moving forward. We've got great endorsements coming. Um, I'd really like uh, for the board, um, you know, to really pull together how can we make big strides to move this sport um, forward quicker and not try to hold it back. So, I, I, you know, I know they're trying really hard, uh, but maybe we need to pull in other resources to figure it out because I just think we're going to new heights uh, with this sport, and, uh, and I'm way on board. So I, I know it's happening right now. Robert McGee joining us here on the show, Munchin' Hogs at the Hilton is the name of the team, and they are now going to be the current 2011 KCBS Team of the Year. Um, I noticed, Robert, that... In order to take part in Sam's Club this year, and I apologize if this was the same thing last year and I'm just an idiot, but Sam's Club is requiring that every team that takes part in their events this year for 2012 has to be a KCBS member. Do you think that that is a good idea for them to, I don't want to say force people to become KCBS members, or or is that kind of like a a number inflation type thing? Uh, I I don't know. To be quite honest, I'd be shocked if every... If every person who uh, did KCBS, uh, I mean, every person who did Sam's was not a KCBS member. But, uh, you know, for 35 bucks a year, I mean, give me a break. Everybody chip in. I mean, you love that uh, that whole thing with Sam's Club and the whole setup. I mean, that's one of the best things that's happened to Competition Barbecue, right? You know, I think they did a great job last year. Um, I think they're, they're, they're doing process improvement moving this year. I think they did a really good job with their prize money going forward. Um, I like the repositioning of regions. 
Uh, you know, I don't have to go all the way down to uh, uh, Fort Worth for regional. If I was lucky enough to get into one, I go to St. Louis. Uh, so I really think that they heard what all the cookers and everybody said uh, and really pulled it together. I, I think Troy did a great job and Sam's itself. And and uh, it's going to be a good year going forward with that organization. All right. So as you're looking at 2012 coming upon us, you're going to be starting to compete. You know, Are there any major changes that you're looking at through all of your categories that you're going to be making in order to give yourself perhaps even in a better position uh, to win all these contests like you did last year? Yeah, um, I think we're going to make some changes in uh, chicken. And, of course, I told you I need to go back to school for pork. So uh, I don't know if i got to research in books or just keep plugging at it every weekend, uh, even though the snow is coming here in Kansas City. Uh, but uh, we're feeling really good in 2012. Uh, we're, we're sure not done practicing. Um, you know, we've got our first one coming up at Winter Q. We definitely want to go there. And uh, they've got the uh, – uh, you know, the world brisket going on, and we're excited to be in that one. One day we'll win that, but uh, just haven't figured out how to do it down there yet. All right, so uh, when is that first event going to be for you guys, Winter Q, you said? Oh, I want to say it's the third week in February. Oh, uh, don't don't quote me on it, but it's definitely in the KCBS uh, events. Is that the one down there in Kansas that uh, I always hear Kelly Wirtz competing in all the time? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. That's right. That's, That's like, Sue, I mean, you could be in the middle of a, of a snowstorm cooking barbecue, right? You know, sometimes I went down there, and we did get a couple inches of snow. So uh, I don't think that's going to hold us back. So we'll be ready to, you know, dig into that one again. You know, when you're in inclement weather, uh, let's take the cold for whatever reason. Because in, in Cleveland, I mean, it's been unseasonably warm here in Cleveland, so I shouldn't even bother saying anything in order to jinx myself. But when you're facing adverse weather climates, is there an extra added pressure on you as a team to make sure that everything is performing right because now you're dealing with something that you might not normally have to? You know, that's, that's a great question. Uh, we, we deal with different climate, and my smoker, which is a Horizon smoker, which is a phenomenal smoker, um, but there's a couple of things that does affect that smoker. Um, wind for sure, uh, to where if we need to put up a, uh, a tent and block the wind from going into the uh, uh, firebox itself, um, that'll actually really slow up the process of cooking or distort the uh, temperature. Um, of course, rain, we all know we got to deal with that, so that tent stays over that. Um, you know, snow, we'll put a, uh, a wool blanket over the top just to help that insulation on the top. Uh, but it sure doesn't need it on the firebox. Um, so, you know, we've got to do all these certain things just to make sure that that smoker maintains the same temperature. Just as well as the summer, there's nothing on it. So, um, you know, you got to do certain things to make sure your smoker is performing at all times. And he is Robert McGee, the pit master of Munchin' Hogs at the Hilton. And as I said, I believe it's in a week or two he's going to be out there. Uh, getting the official honors from KCBS for being the team of the year for this past year uh, in 2011. So he will be your reigning team this year. Robert, always appreciate the time that you make for the show. Thanks for coming out tonight. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks, Greg. It was a pleasure. All right, you got it. There he is. Robert McGee, Munchin' Hawks. Billy, reaction? He's a man. As someone who is a competitive cook like yourself... And I'm sitting here watching you as I'm asking questions. I mean, <laughs> Billy's like totally reclined because he has to deal with my ridiculous setup. Anyway, 
when he said he did 35 competitions, you almost went ass over teacups on the back. I mean, that is a serious number of events. Yeah, man, we, we did 18, and it, it, it wore my ass out, you know. Could you imagine doing 17 more, and, no. and where would you fit them in? Well, I, I wouldn't have a job for one thing, but, you know, but even if I could, man, that, that's that's dedication. I mean, that's, you're, you're getting on, after it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're on, you know, you do a number of events. You win uh, events, you, whether it be categories overall, you get the uh, reserve grants, all that good stuff that everybody wants to get when they're in competition. But uh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I was leading up to something very stellar, and the apple pie is taking over my very brain. Well, you know what? I, my hat's off to him. My do-rag's off to him for cooking that meal. When you that's, see that's all of these teams that are out there doing 25-plus, are those the teams that every year are going to be the ones that are really vying for team of the year? I mean, it can't be the guy that's doing five or ten, right? No, I, I, th- I think it is. Uh, I mean, the more you cook, the the better you're going to get, the more chances you, you got to, you know, what do they count, the top ten? So, you know, the more you the more you cook, you're going to you're going to get to weed out some of those that you didn't you didn't do so good. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, I envy him for being able to cook that much. Who are you voting for for KCBS? Uh, Hold on. Wait a second. Billy Carroll weighs in. I don't discuss politics, Greg. No. You're not Candy Weaver. You're not getting away with that. No. You're here. I could kidnap no. you. You know. Yeah. I already voted. Well, even all the all the more reason to come up and tell us who you voted for. I, I can't, I, Promote your pick. You know, the important thing is that you vote. Whoever you voted no. for would be really appreciative it of the free promotion. You, it doesn't matter who you vote for as long as you vote. All right. Well, that's a bunch of horse crap, and we all know it. People demand. Who did Billy vote for? We'll get to that here in the second hour. You can goddamn guarantee it. All right, Billy, I'm going to talk about a sponsor of the show right now that a lot of people wonder, why are they sponsoring the show? I wonder. It's a guy by the name of Stephen DeFranco. You don't know who he is. He's not out there on the competition trail. He's not there making succulent sauces and rubs or injections or anything that somebody who would sponsor the show normally does. This is a guy based right here in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, just east of downtown Cleveland. He is a premier retailer of high-end jewelry. Did you see that awesome watch that I was wearing I did. a little earlier? The Rolex yeah. or something like that? No, it's an Accutron watch. Oh, okay. It's the high-end, <clears throat> excuse me, high-end Bulletin. But here's a guy who is a barbecue guy at heart. He found me, sent me an email, fan of the show. Who are you? This is who I am. I'm like, oh, my God. And then he came to me a year later and wanted to become a sponsor of the show. I said, got to be one of the worst ideas that I've ever heard in my life. You're a jewelry guy. What the hell are you doing? He's like, well, I think, because here's what I always say when I do the reads for Steven. And you can find him at stephendefranco.com. We, we always want to have, we always want to know that guy. You know, that guy that has the lion on briskets. Or that guy that makes the smoker. Or that guy that has the wood pellets. Or in my case, candy, that girl that makes the wood pellets. Well, here's a guy that does jewelry. We know a guy in the jewelry business. He's the guy. How about 30% off of list price? How about more than that? How about free shipping if you order something? If you do watches, how about free engraving on the back? How about free batteries for life? How about free gift wrapping, free polishing? If you live in Cleveland, they'll come and set the time for you for crying out loud. 
Who doesn't want to take advantage of that? Maybe you've been bad to your significant other, wife, husband, maybe you have a same-sex lover. Whatever the case may be, you now know somebody that is in the business. You can buy a watch and get a deal on it. You can do diamonds. You can do uh, chains, sterling, silver, gold, Venetian glass. Whatever the case may be, laugh all you want. He's the guy. He's the guy. StephenDeFranco.com, or you can go to the Barbecue Central Radio Network's homepage. Click on the Stephen DeFranco banner. You'll peruse the inventory, and then just call into that 440 number that he has listed on the landing page. You'll see it's got a picture of himself with his um, good one smoker making meatloaf, for crying out loud. So, I mean, he's a barbecue guy. Watches all the shows, loves the sauces. He's a wonderful human being. But more importantly than that, he's He's the the guy. He's the guy. What about what? Barbecue Central Radio Network's homepage, Stephen DeFranco. StephenDeFranco.com. We're coming back with Durag and 10. We got to meet the guy. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampy. Big B, Moonshine Band, Suburban Voice Records. Two shots, we don't need a radio, bring a jukebox for my outlaws, bring me three shots, we can raise hell before the speed stops, I'm a whiskey drinking SOB, if you don't like that, then you won't like me, I'm an outlaw. Alright, we are back, Durag is in the house, apple pie is flowing, hooker is showing up at midnight, wait, never mind. Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. Greg at the BBQ Central Show are the two ways to get in touch with the show. And we are coming up with Scott Roberts in about uh, forty five minutes from now, fourteen past the hour of ten o'clock. Scott is going to be reviewing the twenty eleven best of barbecue sauce and best of rubs as heard here on the show. Scott is a monthly contributor to the show. And thought it would be a great idea if uh, we brought him back on and he was able to kind of review, first of all, and then talk about uh, all this great stuff that he has in regards to sauces and rubs. Scott is a, uh, he's one of those guys that likes the hot sauce. Are you a hot sauce guy? Yeah, I I like hot sauce. Where do you, like, do you rate hot sauce like one to ten? You'll take it if it's on the table or you look for it, you buy different kinds, you have, do you like the fact that, you know, when you have a really good hot sauce, you're looking forward to the next day? I got a few. I don't, I don't go out and like buy, you know, gallons of it, but you know. I am not looking ever forward to the next day. It could be the best tasting hot sauce ever. I'm immediately regretting the fact that I'm putting it down my gullet. Because ultimately, it's a pain. It can be. Oh, it is. No doubt about it. All right, Billy Durag Carroll is in the house tonight. He is uh, Durag Barbecue, the pit master, right? Durag Q. Look, pal, it's my show. Get that big stuff out I didn't... Wait a second. We're renaming the team. Durag Bar... <laughs> Durag Q. All right. I apologize. Do right. Let me make a note of that here on the sheet. Get it right. Man. Do you have a website? 
I used to. I don't mess with it no more. All right. Yeah, I mean, the, the Internet is just a fad. Nobody's ever getting on that. Yeah, who's got the Absolutely. time? Absolutely. You know? Who would? Who I'm playing Bejeweled on Facebook now. I, I, I got no time for that. I don't even have any idea what that is. What is Bejeweled? It's some game. Is that a game where you go around with a machine and you put jewels on jeans? and? and no, uh, that's the guy. That's the guy. The All guy. Right. All right, so here we go. Let's talk about a few different items with Billy Durag Carroll since we right. have him for this segment. Okay. Um, you're actually... In regular, okay. Look at this, Don Geiger. Read the question that he just asked me. Got to put my glasses on. Are we not seeing the same thing? I, I don't see it, man. No, my, my laptop's dying. It's outrageous. I told you you should have hooked up. Don G asking me if I'll ever compete. Why do I have to compete? Yeah, why do you have to compete? Don, beat it. Get out of here, Don. You're banned from the chat room. I don't understand. Why does it make any difference as a as a host of an award as a host of a world as the host of an internet based radio show that talks about barbecue and grilling? That was featured in the Washington Post today. Yeah. Yeah. I can answer that. Does I can answer me that. competing lend anything to the show? There, there's those that cook and those that don't. Get that big stuff out of here. Let's clarify, because people are laughing, because I think you just paid me a back underhand compliment. <laughs> Did you say there's people that cook and there's people that can't or people that don't? Don't. Right. I can cook. Don't want to. Bitch. Look, I, hey, I saw what you posted the other day. That course. thing looked good. What was that? Like, that was bacon-wrapped chicken breast. There you go. Painted with my own homemade barbecue sauce. Awesome. I can make my own homemade barbecue sauce. Is that good enough? I, I think so. I don't understand one bit on why I can see. I've been to competition. You have? Yeah. I went to the Oinktoberfest in Buffalo three years ago. Okay. Longer than that, because I wasn't doing the show. And it's great to be around people that I've talked to. Um, at that point, it was mostly around people that were on my barbecue form, which you can go to at thebbqcentral.com. But it's kind of a meet and greet. You know, here's, for whatever reason, Billy has found himself in the armpit of the nation, better known as Cleveland. <laughs> Let me back up. I'll read. I'll uh, write down this. Is, is there a point to this? Guy? What are you doing here? It's for work. people want to know why you're in Cleveland. What I'm, have you done? I'm here for business. Is this like the halfway house? <laughs> My parole officer. <laughs> you're gonna have to go to Cleveland, Billy. Nothing's going. Yeah, they sent me to Cleveland. Oh my! So there's nothing that that is gonna happen for me if I get on a team or if I'm out there cooking that is gonna add any value to the show. Let, let it go, Greg. Don't worry about it. Move on. Moving on. Billy, who did you vote for for KCBS 2012? Move, Greg, let it go, man. Come on. You ain't getting that out of me. What do you like about KCBS as a whole? We don't have to talk about the board. But what are you liking about KCBS? What would you like to see changed? Issues, concerns? I mean, you're somebody out there who's probably competing more than most, not as much as others. So you're right there in that main demographic of maybe 10 to 18 to 20 competitions a year on the high end. What do you like about KCBS? What don't you like? Well, Greg, I'm going to be really honest with you here. Because otherwise you wouldn't be? No, I'm serious, man. 
You know what? If if I felt strongly about any one thing, then I would be a hypocrite if I didn't get involved. And and you know how I am. I, I don't get involved. I mean, it is what it is. I know what it is. I show up and I cook, and 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 then I show up again. No one holds a gun to my head. And if I'm not willing to, to to try to help make that change, then I don't feel like I have the right to bitch and moan about it. So I, I like what they've been doing since I've been involved since 2006. I've seen a lot of change. It, it's it's not perfect, but it's certainly better than it used to be. And and I applaud the efforts of Sam's and and that group and MMA and all the people that have been doing a lot of things to make competition barbecue better. Is it is it better for everybody? No, but you know what? You got to look at it as as collective work, and and I applaud them and and I support them, but I'm not going to bitch about them because I'm not willing to put the effort in to change it. So let's be clear here. What you're saying is. If you're going to sit there and bitch and you're not going to take an active role in potentially being a proactive change to the situation, shut up. Get that big stuff out of here. So ask me something else. Move on. I asked Robert McGee this question. I don't know if you were paying attention, but last segment we had Robert McGee munching hogs at the Hilton, the 2011 team of the year. I listened to every word All of right. that because I want to get some tips from that dude. He can cook. You know what I like best about when I'm interviewing uh, top pit masters of the industry. Obviously, I'm not one of them, so I have no clue. This is what I like. I ask a question, and their their immediate answer is, you know what, that's a great question. That makes me feel good in the cockles of, actually the subcockle region of my heart. I love that. I'll, I'll try to remember that. It's just a little bit about me. I asked Robert McGee of Munch and Hogs of Hilton this question. I'm going to ask you this question similarly. KCBS, and again, I don't, I don't recall if it was the same as uh, last year, but you have to be, in order to take advantage of the Sam's Club event, you have to be a KCBS member in order to cook or potentially get the chance to cook. It's very hard to get in, 30 teams, whatever. Now, they've expanded regions. You could come and cook in, uh, in uh, where the hell is it? Canton, Ohio, if you wanted to. There's going to be an event here in Canton. Is it fair to require KCBS membership? Is this a way of bubbling up numbers? Well, Greg, that is a ridiculous question. Get that big stuff out of here. So we're both in agreement. That's no. It's ridiculous to, to make somebody be a member of a society that they might not otherwise want to be. Well, if I told what? you that you had to vote for president, but you had to be a Democrat or a Republican, it's the same thing. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. How? I, I do. I mean, I'm a member of the KCBS. All right. The KCBS sanctions us. Yes. It sanctions our contest. Now, I know they got this deal about the not-for-profit, and that's why they can't require you to. Correct. But, I, hey, they're sanctioning us. We need to be a member of it. I, I raced NASCAR for several years. I had to join NASCAR to run in a sanctioned event. I think that's the way it ought to be. That That's going to help them uh, you know, get more members, get some more money flowing in. That, that's my opinion. Of course, I'm not willing to change it, so I'm going to shut the heck up. Whoa, watch out! Uh-oh. I don't really have a, too big of a counterpoint to that. i got to be honest. I just feel that if that's going to be the way it is, 
there isn't a mandate in place now through KCBS that says if you're going to cook any other event that KCBS sanctions that you have to be a KCBS member. I can go up to um, the, the barbecue event in Buffalo, pay my entry fee, it's KCBS sanctioned, and cook. And I don't have to be a member of KCBS. Nor is it like that anywhere else. So why be hypocritical to the only popular other tour thing that's going on aside from being a team of the year? Why not make everybody join KCBS for every single event that they're doing? I don't know, man. It's the man. They got us down. Damn the man. Damn the man. Do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah, I kind of see your point. I agree with you. I mean, like you said, if you're going to race NASCAR, if you're going to play Major League Baseball, you're going to be... You Major League Baseball union. union. You're going to have to be a NASCAR guy. If you're going to fight mixed martial arts, you're going to be yeah, you're gonna whatever that is. You're going to work, work for Dana White. Dana White. I'd like to work for him. And But in every other instance for KCBS, you don't have to be a member. You can just pay your entry fee, walk in, and you're good. Well, I'm a member. I'm a card-carrying member. I would, you know, I'd join anyway whether I'm required to or not because – I'm supporting what I like to do. Yes. Maybe we're opening up a floodgate here because I'm reading uh, briefly the chat room here. If you're not aware, folks, if you're going to be cooking the KCBS Sam's Club tour this year or the Sam's Club event, you have to be a KCBS member. Now, I understand that it is a mere $35. And if you like competition barbecue and you're going to be supporting one of the biggest uh, sanctioning bodies out there in the country, not one of the biggest sanctioning body out there in the country. $35 is probably a mere price to pay in order to be able to cook in this competition. However, it goes, it contradicts everything else that they're talking about. Nobody is a bigger contradictor of things than me. I have a freaking pellet cooker for crying out loud. The man who was, this is barbecue and this isn't barbecue. It's not my place to say that I'm not allowed to contradict myself. I'm just saying if it's going to be, if you're going to have to be a KCBS member to do the SAMs, then it should be SAMs for, or then you should be a KCBS member to do every other thing, right? Of course. You don't have to say anything. I, I, I don't know about the SAMs deal. I, I don't, I cooked it last year. I don't know. You know, I'm a member, so Didn't I don't you, know. You made it through the first round too, right? Didn't yeah. you go to regionals? Yeah, man. I, I, I got, uh, we, we were reserve in, uh, in, Birmingham, and so we came in second, right? And then we came in second from last in, in Jackson. We got our ass kicked, you know, humble pie and all that. But hey, there were some good cooks in there. Yeah, of course there are. So you know, you move on through the regions, and I mean, I tell you, who had a huge year was that Tippy Canoe. God, man! I mean, second half of the year caught fire, racing through almost. If he would have gotten the Jack Daniels Championship. It would have been like some type of a grand slam. Yeah. We would have had to have named it like the Tippy Canoe Slam or something like that. I think he should retire. <laughs> I think there's a good chance that maybe he would have retired. Probably not. He was a very young guy. Yeah, he's a good cook. Oh, he's, absolutely. He's one of the top teams out there in the industry right now. I've, I've shigged off him a couple of times. Let me, tell, let me ask you something here in the last 50 seconds of this segment. If you had uh, the same type of winning that winning that tippy canoe had at the second half of the year would your first portion of business in 2012 be setting up the do-rag competition barbecue class and charging 650 dollars a head hell no i had that kind of 
success, I, I wouldn't want anybody to know what the heck I'm doing. So you're not one of those people that is into giving up all of your trade secrets. Dude, I got no secrets. Do you do you want do you find it crazy that there's some of the top pit, pit masters out there that are doing no holds barred classes right now? No, oh, I've been to some of them. I paid good money to be at some of them. Of course, you know what I pick up from them are their techniques. I mean, you know, but I'm not ready to give up anything. But then I, I got nothing to give up except my apple pie recipe. Hey, well, let's take that and run with it. All right, Billy Durag Carroll is in the house. We're talking about barbecue stuff. We're going to be coming back to wrap up the second or <clears throat> first hour here in just a second. People saying I froze up here. Let me take a quick look. Eh, still recording, that's all. It's good for me. Refresh the screen. Gang, let me tell you about a long, not even a, the longest running sponsor of the show. They date back to when the show was just a podcast back in the day. The attached thing that I'm about to say comes straight from my heart. The Barbecue Guru is the longest-running sponsor of the show, and let me tell you what they offer. Not only is it automatic pit temperature control devices and a really cool cooker called the Onyx Oven. We'll get to that here in a second. But this is another place that you can go on the Internet, aside from getting those products, that you can get items like Wicked Good Charcoal or Blues Hog Sauces or Head Country Sauce. You can get these slabs or the Dizzy Pig Rubs. And, of course, that Onyx Oven. Billy, have you ever seen the Onyx Oven? I have not. This is one of those cabinet-style cookers, but not nearly as big as a Stumps or a Spice Wine. Hugely insulated. This thing is more efficient than a Toyota Prius hybrid. Very efficient, right? So you're going to put a load of charcoal in there, and because it's made by the barbecue guru, a couple things come to mind. A, it's going to be quality workmanship. Of course. It's going to be research and development like crazy. It is. It's going to be portable, so if you are a competition cook and you want, and you're just a one-man band, because a lot of teams are there now, or they maybe only have one other helper. You want something you can load up in the car, you can unload it easily. The Onyx Oven can do that. But don't be fooled by the size. This is something that can house a lot of meat. So if you're going to be cooking all four categories, no problem. Maybe you're a hack like me in the backyard. You want to start doing parties around the neighborhood or people smell what you're cooking, like the rock, and they're like, hey, we want you to cook something for us. Well, now you have capacity in that cooker in order to do that, which is great. Yeah. Now, secondary to that, but probably more importantly, you can outfit anything made from the barbecue guru with what? Well, it's the automatic temperature control devices, right? Of course. Absolutely. Now, there's four different models to choose from. You have ProCom 4 Wireless. So you can put this little device on your hip, and you can walk up to 600 feet away from your cooker. You can adjust it. You can see what the temperature readout is. Phenomenal, especially for the guy that likes to roam around the neighborhood and look at the hot chicks. You also have the CyberQ2. You have a DigiQ DX. And that new unit that was just introduced about two and a half months ago, it's called the PartyQ. Sounds great, right? Great name. This is an all-encompassed singular piece of automatic pit temperature control technology. It runs off of AA batteries. It's got a digital readout. You can increase the temperature increments by 5 degrees. It's absolutely spectacular. You can find out all about all about it by going to bbqguru.com or you can go online, check it out for yourself. Uh, yeah, bbqguru.com or you can call toll-free and talk to Bob Trudnack if you want to. 800-288-GURU. That's 800 800-2- 288 
88 Guru. It's good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. We're wrapping up the first hour, looking ahead to Scott Roberts. Stick around. We'll be right back. Advice on cooking brisket and ribs. And the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Who would have thought this music thing was going to go this far? I never asked for this. I never asked for this fast living. The women, the whiskey, craziness. There's whiskey in my soul. All right, wrapping it up here. Durag is in. First hour, take um, thoughts, reviews. I love what feedback. The green room, it's it's amazing. What was your favorite part of the green room? The green paint. Hence the green room, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's a better color green. Well, you know, we try and keep put a fresh coat of paint on it each and every amazing, amazing studio. And you got the new exercise room over here. That's amazing. Yeah, we have to make sure that, like, you know, beards for barbecue. We want to stay fit. So we put the exercise room right in the studio. So if you were bored with the conversation, you could get right up, get a quick mile in. You know, I thought you were saying beers for barbecue. No, not I've been drinking for like crazy. Negative. Ah, beards. Beards for barbecue. All right. All right, uh, so let's quickly recap. We had Robert McGee from Munchin' Hogs at the Hilton on. Awesome cook. We talked about his win for 2011, how they geared up. Team of the year. Things that he'll be changing this year. If you cook pork well, evidently Robert is looking for a class or instruction. I wonder if he'd take me as an apprentice. Do you cook pork well? No. I'm going to go with a no. Well, I'm a good social director. Yes, but you do make great apple pie. Apple pie is starting to catch up with the host at the moment. We are going to step away and reload for the second hour. We have Scott Roberts coming up at 14 past. And Billy Durag Carroll is in. Durag Q is the name of the team. And you are listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show right here in the Barbecue Central Radio Network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, what? He ate 54 wieners. Listen, Laverne, you have to shake a face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. (laughs) 
You could use it to fight off creeping marauders looking to take your steaks off your grills. I just like being anywhere with Junior, Senior, and Diva. Sounds like a whole movie. Wow. Yeah, really. Keep it hot, keep it clean, keep it lubricated. We have top men working on it right now. Top men. Second hour. Durag, say hello. What's the word, turd? Well, we are doing the show here. Durag was just saying that if he lived in Cleveland, it would be like the, what were the two people you said, Conan and Andy? <laughs> I would never leave it, live in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. It's, uh, Hi, this is Scott Greenia from Fairfax, Vermont, also known as uh, Scotty the Q. Poor placed IDs. The Barbecue Central Show. <laughs> That was supposed to happen before the intro to the second hour. Hey, fire that engineer. Fire him. Just fire All right. him right now. Folks, show's over. Good night now. Oh, not... 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Those are the two ways to get in touch with the show. If you want to talk to Do-Rag, see what it's like, get his first-hand account, what it's like to be... And this guy is really on me, this Patrick. Yes, Patrick. Patrick who? Basic Patrick. He's He must be an engineer in real life. He is always on me for my engineering mix-up. Okay. I apologize. I apologize that I am human. Give me a f- Uh-oh, wait, where'd it go? Give me a f- break. Gee, Christ. All right, I'm not very good with the buttons today. So... Here's the deal. What's the deal? We got uh, Scott Roberts coming up in about 13 minutes from now. John Dawson wanted me to point out this, and this is a public service announcement. So let me see here. Public service announcements need their own music. Do I have any music? Oh, I do. All right. Public service announcement music. Like this song? Anybody that dated Mary Jo Brooks report... To the clinic immediately. (laughs) All right, here's your public service announcement brought to you by the good folks over at the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Do-rag and me. Look, if you're going to take part in this KCBS Sam's Club event, the KCBS is advertising that it takes 8 to 10 days lead time to become a new member. We trust to have served you with this information. Won't, won't they sign you up right there on the spot, though? Evidently not. I mean, I've been at Cook's meeting, and they say, hey, if you want to join, we'll, we'll join up. Per one of the top men in the industry. Oh, never. top men. Public service announcement for non-member potential Sam's Cooks that KCBS advertises 8 to 10 days lead time for new members. Okay. Billy... Point of clarification, true or false, I am wearing assless chaps right now. I, I'm not looking, Greg. Look. No. Patrick will never know. Yeah. Now. <laughs> You've embarrassed me now. And I don't embarrass easy. 
Jeez. I I've embarrassed you? Yeah. Hold on a second. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at the do-rag this guy's got. Are you kidding me? This is that's not even his real hair. Oh, what? <laughs> is it? Of course it is. All right. Sorry. Never before has the camera went on so many expeditions outside of the Barbecue Central radio banner. All right, so we got Scott Roberts coming up in about 11 minutes from now. Uh, we do have some time with Durag before we do that. Give us, you know, for the people, there's a, there's a big, broad audience here on the show. A lot of people listen on their own convenience schedule, which is called podcasting. So do you have any type of basic information for the novice griller about cooking chicken or, or brisket or ribs or anything like that? What are some of the main points that you'd like to tell any novice cook that's looking to get some information? Get a barbecue pit. And then what? Get some charcoal and make fire. No and gas? Have fun. Figure it out. So, it's, yes, but who... Look, the internet is on, and there is information at our fingertips. Oh, yeah. So if I'm interviewing one of the top guys out there right now in the competition scene... He canceled, but Billy, you're sitting in, and I appreciate that. <laughs> you, you know, you, he hung up a while ago. <laughs> right. I mean, just basically backyard stuff. It doesn't have to be about competition, but what I mean, what are some of the most crucial things that people need to take into account? I think they know. I think they need to learn to manage their pit. I think that's key. One, know your pit. If you know your pit, then you can you, you can figure out where your hot spots, your cold spots, etc. And then it's all about temperature, you know. I used to burn everything and thought that was great, you know, char it. But, you know, you don't have to char everything. So just, you know, experiment. Don't be afraid to not cook it till it's charred. What kind of a cook are you cooking on right now? Uh, what do we have? Oh, FEs, FE100s. Do you like the pellet style cooker? Yeah, because we can set it and party our ass off the rest of the night. Damn right. I got the pellet cooker going right now. Yeah. We're choking back apple pie like it's going out of style. Yeah, we, we you know, I, I, we like to socialize. You know, we, we have our fun. Sorry, man. Are you ringing? It's mine. What the hell is going on here? This is my show. Big stuff out of here. Um, Attention, passengers. Please put your cell phones on. Well, it is on vibrate, sorry, I guess. Sorry. Um but we, we like to have our fun. You know, we uh, we get out there and, and like to socialize. And, you know, I mean, I don't I don't hold it against anybody that, that does it old school and, you know, has a stick burner. That That's good for them. It, it's all about what makes you happy and, and, and you have a good time at it, you know. Have you ever found yourself being in a, let's say, precarious position because you've, you've went too hard the night before and now it's game time on Saturday for turn-ins? You know, uh, uh, early in my career, I did. Hold on a second. Get that phone right up and put them right on the air right now. Oh, no. Come on. No, 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 no. Don't these people uh, know you're high profile? Nah, you know, it's probably my parole officer. Um, you know, early, when we first started getting into this, we thought you had to stay up all night and party like rock stars. And, you know, we realized that, you know, you can party. Now we just start like at noon on Friday <laughs> and we go to bed like at 830, you know. We still party like rock stars, but... Um, you know, I, I mean, you can still have a good time and, and not, you know, you know, not get wasted. You're, but, you're, um, you're able to find that balance. Yeah. 
it's all about balance and it's all about what your agenda is. You know, I mean, I don't have a restaurant. I don't have a, I'm not a caterer. I, I don't have any rubs. I don't have any sauces. I do that because I have a fun time doing it. And I like the people that I hang out with. And, and so I like to get there early enough where I can get my, my prep done. And then it, then I like to socialize. A bunch of us run around together, Warren County pork choppers, long dogs, swigging pig. You know, we, we plan a meal, um, you know, on Friday night. We all get together. Everybody throws in. We have a good time. We party for a couple hours, and then everybody goes and does their thing. And, and usually they kick our ass. But that's okay. Because when we go home, we had a good time. So that, that's, that's what we're about. Do you have a group of sponsorship that you that your team has been able to secure yeah we've worked with a couple you know a couple of years ago we we did the the early times deal they helped us a little bit last year we got a couple of things in the works this year but yeah you know there's not too many people looking for uh for a bunch of drunks so um except liquor companies and say, we, early we, times we, right it seems like a marriage made in heaven we, we've about exhausted their resources but um are they giving you product or are they just giving you cash or both or what greg i can't say that sure you can you're not under contract they gave us t-shirts nobody comes to this show to become a tight-lipped little bitch <laughs> spill it the people centralites demand accountability and openness it's it's all about negotiation you know we got some we got some dollars we got some some products some swag you know we we got some help i mean it has to be in their benefit for you to just kind of have a little bit of everything around there because there's i mean there's probably not a lot of foot traffic in a lot of different nah. KCBS events, but some of them, you know, probably have some decent traffic going on. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, make no mistake. Just because they help do rag Q out doesn't mean that their their sales went through the roof. You know, <laughs> I mean, let's be serious here. Well, I mean, you never know. Ah, you know. But we have a good time. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that counts. As long as you're having a good time. Hey. Let bygones be bygones. However, the categories roll in, the categories roll in. Look, I don't compete, so. Yeah, you don't. I envy you. <laughs> I don't. You're right. All right. Look, Billy Durag Carroll is in the house from Durag Q. We're going to be joined by Scott Roberts in about uh, five minutes from now or less. Let me quickly tell you about one of the newest sponsors to the show. His name is Dave Bosca Butcher Barbecue. Never heard of him? Only one of the winningest teams out there in competition barbecue history as it relates to the very recent past. Dave finished third, third. overall team of the year, just two places behind uh, the guy that we just talked to, which was Robert Gee from Munch and Hogs at the Hilton. Dave, well known for the premium pork injections, and more than that, the premium beef injections that he has been supplying to top teams out there on the competition circuit for years and years and years. Teams that have finally decided, you know, this is the year that I'm going to go from middle of the pack to looking down and thumbing my nose at the rest of the slackies. And I'm going to start by going to Butcher Barbecue. And that's why you should go ahead and run over to ButcherBBQ.com. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, Billy, I don't compete. You already said I don't compete, right? I I said that. That doesn't mean that I have to slack off on the quality Mm-mm. The succulence of my barbecue for my family or my neighbors, or maybe I'm catering and I want to turn out a great product. Just because I'm not competing doesn't mean I also want to make a great product 
and Butcher Barbecue does not discriminate between the backyard hack like myself and a professional competition cook like you, Billy. You, we can both use it. We can both reap great rewards from it. Now, there's another product out there that I don't know if you're familiar with. It's called Grill. You ever heard of it? No. It's a revolutionary product. It's taking over the market right now. And basically what it does is this. It gives you that grilled flavor in any type of protein. It can be used on anything. But you don't have to put it on the grill. It's an injection. It's a marinade. Or if you're going to be throwing caution to the wind, Uh-oh. it's both. You wow. can you can marinate it first, and then you can take the injection. You can put it into a pork tenderloin or a chicken. Very versatile. Absolutely versatile. And it provides you, it gives you that nice moisture yield and that flavor. So, look, if it's 50 degrees below zero, like it's going to be in two weeks here in Cleveland for the next six months, and I don't want to go freeze my balls off outside, I can use grill, cook it in the oven. Perhaps I've tricked a number of people, and they're like, wow, this tastes like he must have snuck outside and grilled this. you got to try it out. You go to ButcherBBQ.com. Of course, he's got the award-winning rubs. He's got the sauce, that Swiss competition barbecue sauce that I was actually drinking out of the bottle like two months ago. It was fabulous. And then, of course, the injections in this grill. You have to go out and do yourself a favor. Step your barbecue game up. ButcherBBQ.com, one of the top injectors, rub makers, sauce makers in the industry. We're coming back with Scott Roberts right after this. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back. We are coming up on 14 past the hour. Do-rag is in the house. What's up, baby? Roberts is on the line getting ready to come on. Before we do that, Do-rag, you have some uh, things that you need. Well, I would like to say to my lovely wife, Kathy, that's at home minding the homestead. Yes, minding the homestead. Yes, that I appreciate her allowing me to roam the countryside and cook barbecue. Hey. Uh, all I know is that woman has to be a saint to put up with the likes of you. Do you wear that do-rag around the house and yeah. then she takes it off? She's like, yeah. You know, she was saying just the other day, isn't there some competition you can go to in like Russia or somewhere? She, <laughs> that is very supportive. Very. Whoa, watch out. Maybe it's a, all right. Look. Let's not waste another second. We're going right to the guy that matters the most. It's Scott Roberts from scottrobertsweb.com. Scott, you're on also with Billy Durag. Carol, how are you, buddy? Oh, doing fantastic. How you doing, Greg? And how you doing, Billy? Hey, Scott, how you doing, man? I'm going to take some notes. Oh, you do that. I, I have some recommendations tonight for everyone out there. Ooh, recommendations for Scott Roberts. Uh, so this is going to be a very fun-filled segment. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, Scott, so the theme... Of the show, well, the show, the, the theme of the segment is Scott Roberts' best of 2011 when it comes to sauce and rub. We have a top five. And as normal, we'll go ahead and let you start going. And then once we get to, you know, from two to one, we'll play the drum roll and we'll unveil a winner. And again, 
I saw Shane Draper made a great post about people doing reviews and how it seems that there's a lot of people out there on the internet that have nothing bad to say about anything. Of course, Scott Roberts is not one of those peoples. He, he peoples people. He is a a master when it comes to palate exquisition and reviewing. And that's why we always have Scott on, and we're going to be doing the 2011 top five in regards to uh, sauce and rubs. Do you want to do sauce or rub first, Scott? Uh, let's do sauce. It's at right. the top of my list right here. So sauce first. Just go down. All right, let's go. We'll start with number five. Number five would be Russ and Frank's fiery BBQ sauce. Now, they do have an extra hot version. Onion kind of detracts from the taste a little bit. I prefer the regular fiery barbecue sauce. It's, uh, if you like something rich, uh, full of molasses flavor, yet it's still tomatoey. Uh, this is a great sauce. Uh, it, it, I would say the applications are pretty much endless. Uh, I, I know you mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago it, about eating uh, sauce with a spoon. I would say this will qualify. Wow. This is something you can actually eat right out of the bottle, no problems. But right out of the bottle, right out of the jar. I, I think it can be in the jar. But it's just a, a great product. Again, that's Russ and Frank's Fiery BBQ Sauce. RussandFranks.com. RussandFranks.com. All right. Okay. And then we go to number four. Number four. Uh, which belongs to, I think, it, well, I, I could definitely say that it is the most awarded hot sauce manufacturer in the country. Uh, K. John's I'm talking about here. Uh, I don't think I've ever tasted a weak product from oh, you but know the, the one coming in. Is, Scott, let me interrupt here uh, for a second because, okay, you know, as a, as some, and I follow you, it's not just because you're on for the barbecue sauce, but I go and I read uh, your blog, scottrobertsweb.com, which has a lot more hot sauce angle to it. And I don't think I have ever seen you pan a K. John's product ever. I mean, this has to be one of the premier manufacturers of either hot sauce or barbecue sauce, regardless. It definitely is. It definitely is. Those awards aren't, you know, some awards are, are kind of just kind of uh, thrown out there to people, but his awards are definitely well-deserved. Uh, now, the one coming in at number four, I have to say that 99% of the listeners probably can't eat this, and it's because it's K. John's Trinidad Scorpion barbecue sauce. Correct. Uh, now, it has an absolutely excellent taste. Rich, it's uh, just full of body, j- just a, a really terrific blend of sweetness, heartiness, uh, a great tomatoey flavor, a little bit of vinegar on the back end. But after two bites, uh, you'll definitely know why the Trinidad Scorpion is the hottest chili pepper in the world, and he does not skimp on heat. Now, even for me, this stuff was pretty damn hot. Uh, I, I would have to be in a particular mood to eat this. Uh, let's say I would have a pulled pork sandwich. Very depressed, maybe. Something scalding <laughs> hot. I would pour some of this on there. But as far as uh, putting this on a whole slab of ribs, you're probably only going to be eating three ribs before it's too much for you. So when when you have a sauce like this, Scott, and I believe we've had this kind of a conversation before, when you have a sauce like that, even given the flavor notes and, and the flavor props that you have given it, because my 
mantra on hot sauce is there has to be some type of flavor. I just don't want to put something in my mouth short of me drinking gasoline and lighting a match on my tongue and having the same type of burning sensation. I mean, I, would, I want to have some type of flavor. Even at, even if there's that much great well, you know, flavor, you are still burning your tongue off after a couple bites, though, right? Exactly. If you're wanting something scalding hot, this is the way to go. Who who and wants that? <laughs> there might be a few masochists out there. I don't know. Name Scott There's Roberts from ScottRobertsWeb.com. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? All right. So definitely probably a little too hot for the consuming mass public. Yeah, but but I I do have to put that on a list. That's how good I thought it was. Okay, okay. And uh, number three is oh another K John's product. Uh, this will definitely appeal to the vast majority of the people out there. It is K John's Select Grillin' Smoky Bourbon BBQ Sauce. Uh, I I love a little bit of smoky flavor in barbecue sauce. I totally hate just as you do, Greg. Uh, the nasty liquid smoke flavor. Thankfully, this does not have any of that. Uh, it, it just a light smokiness. Uh, you taste enough of the bourbon, but it's not over. Base flavor is absolutely fantastic. This is a very thick sauce. It's uh, very meaty. I mean, you can actually kind of taste some of the ingredients in there. It's not gritty, but it, occasionally there might be like a little piece of onion or something in there. Uh, but But this is a very versatile, all-purpose sauce. Just a tiny bit of heat on the back end that will appeal to just about everyone out there. Uh, great product. And again, that's K. John's Select Grillin' Smoky Bourbon BBQ Sauce. What? Now, this and the one I mentioned before can be found at kjohns.com. All right, that was going to be my next question. All right, uh, so number okay. two. Number two. Uh, this was almost going to be my number one for the year. Uh, before the number one came along, uh, I, I know Shane Draper is listening, and I'm, I'm sure he's excited. There's BBQ smoking sauce clocked in at number two. Uh, what can I say about this that hasn't already been said? Uh, it's very rich. Uh, to me, it's complex. And, and I know before I said that it had a, a little bit of an exotic spice taste, not exactly like a Caribbean jerk. Uh, a jerk seasoning style taste, but something slightly, uh, um, I, I guess, related to all oh, excellent sauce. Uh, highly recommend this. And you can find this one at drapersbbq.com. Drapersbbq.com. All right, so here we go. Going from number two, you can only go to number one. And here's Scott's pick. Go ahead and reveal. It is Rooftop barbecue sauce wow out of all of the barbecue sauces that scott has tasted over the 2011 this one takes top honors oh yeah yeah it it, it just to to me this is one of the best barbecue sauces i've ever eaten i i would say but top five overall all time for me ever it's it's that good uh my boys love it um kids will love it you know uh, spouses will love it uh, chili heads will love it. Just uh, people who aren't in a barbecue will love it, as well as barbecue aficionados will love it. it, it it's just so good. It's sweet. It, it's got a little bit of spiciness on the back end, but not too much. But I, I think this just has uh, one of the widest appeals uh, of any barbecue sauce I've ever eaten. 
All right, so there you go. We have in, in uh, reverse order Russ and Frank's fiery barbecue sauce, K. John's Trinidad and Scorpion barbecue sauce with an asterisk because that could leave your asshole in a pucker if you eat it. K. John's Select Grill and Smoky Bourbon Barbecue. What are you laughing at, Billy? And Draper's Barbecue Sauce coming in number two. Rooftop Barbecue Sauce coming in number one. Those are your top five for the year, right, Scott? Top five for the year. And, and the uh, website address for Rooftop, uh, it'd probably be better if you just Google it. But if you don't feel like Googling it, it's rooftopbarbecue.wordpress.com. So they have it up on their blog, their, uh, the, the, the store link. All right. Is on there, so on the WordPress. Definitely go get some of that. All right, so we'll go ahead and transition over from the sauce now to the rub. One of our my favorite items to put on any rub to me is very personal, and of course, it varies or has the propensity to vary greatly depending on the type of protein that you're using on. And I think that's why there's such a diversity in the marketability. I mean, you can test there's just so many different rubs out there, right? A lot of rubs. Absolutely. A lot of rubs. All right, so top five, and we'll start with number five here, Scott, to reveal. Okay, number five would be Albuquerque BBQ seasoning. Uh, And that's spelled A-L-B-U, then the name Kirk, K-I-R-K-Y. This one is... Uh, in my top five, not because it's so much a great barbecue rub, you know, putting on uh, your proteins, but to me, it's just so versatile in the kitchen. I mean, put it on your vegetables, put it on your popcorn, put it on roasted potato in just about every capacity, as well as being an all-around good barbecue rub. Uh, it has a little bit of sweetness to it, a great deal of uh, savory flavors, saltiness, a little garlicky. It, it, it just... A, a terrific blend, and I highly recommend this one. And you can find this one at albuquerqueseasonings.com. And now, then, uh, number four. Now, wait, Scott, hold be, on just one second. Uh, yes. I, I love the Albuquerque barbecue seasoning. I've actually had chance or occasion to try that. And I'm going to go ahead and say that, and I don't know if you've tried this, but Albuquerque barbecue seasonings also has a sauce. And to me... As someone who gets sauce on a regular basis, this was one of my top favorite sauces in 2011. It was the Albuquerque barbecue uh, sauce, which I found to be, I can't explain it, but if I taste a sauce and I like it, just like with Dave's sauce when I was drinking it on air, this is a sauce that I can drink. I, I don't know if you had occasion to try it or not, but if you haven't, this is absolutely mm-hmm. a, you know a very good sauce that goes on a, a lot of different proteins as well. Okay, uh, just real quick, do you think that it enhances the flavor of the sauce by having the seasoning on it, or have you not done a combination of I it? think using both together does very well, yes. Dovetail. Okay, okay. Yeah. There, there's a roller coaster effect I, on the palate. Okay, yeah, because one I'm going to mention here in a couple spots, I think definitely needs a sauce in order for it to work. But anyway, let's uh, go ahead and go to number All four. All right, number four. Uh, this would be Oak Ridge Competition Beef and Pork Rub. Uh, I, I, I love just about all of Oak Ridge uh, yeah. Barbecue's products. Me too. Uh, I, I love their Santa Maria oh, style. Fabulous. Yep. Great stuff. Uh, this beef and pork rub, to me, is not extremely versatile. It's it's very highly specialized. Uh, to me, if you're putting a rub on beef, it needs to be more savory. Uh 
if it's you're going to use it on pork, it needs to be a little bit more sweet. This kind of strikes a good balance between the two. But to me, it's not all that great on chicken or anything else. But so if you're going to go ahead and just, you know, you're going to smoke up a brisket next weekend, uh, slab of ribs, go ahead and give this a try. But for, for those, uh, this is hard to beat. And you can find this at OakRidgeBBQ.com. All right, OakRidgeBBQ.com. Number three. Number three. Uh, now, this, as a rub by itself, I don't wouldn't consider this to, I guess, be worthy of being put on my top five. But once you put the sauce with it, it definitely extenuates any positives that this has. And by doing so, it definitely does belong in its number three spot. And I'm talking about Draper's BBQ AP Rub, the all-purpose rub. Woo! Show sponsor. I know, a, I know. A lot of people raved about this being all-purpose, put it on your popcorn, put it on this and that. I, I think it was a good rub. But to me, you definitely need the sauce in order to bring everything out in it. And once you do, I think that's a one-two combo that just you know, will knock everyone out with its terrific flavor. I, I don't want to be a poo-poo, but I think the sauce and the rub are one of the worst things ever on the face of the earth. I don't want to talk ill of a sponsor, but I completely disagree. Oh, you do? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, look. I think um, – uh, now, I will disagree with you just a little bit on the fact that um, when I made popcorn, that's one of the things I try rub on everything because it's such a blank canvas. A lot of people like to use chicken. I like to use popcorn because it's kind of hot. It will allow the rub to melt just a little bit. And my mm-hmm. kids absolutely ate the ass end out of a bag of popcorn with <laughs> – but with the Draper's barbecue rub, it's one of my favorite nighttime snacks. It's fabulous. That's just me. Yeah, I, well, it, I, I think it's good. Uh, I, I just think it really needs a sauce to bring out everything. All right. Number two. Uh, what, it, yeah, if you do have the sauce, then boom. It's oh, wait, I'm sorry. DrapersBBQ.com is the place to find that, obviously. Exactly. Okay. okay. Number two. Number two would be Butcher BBQ Honey Rub. Nice. They're bringing it strong, right? They're bringing it strong. I don't get paid for it, unfortunately. This is just my honest opinion here. But this uh, is unbeatable on all types of pork. Yeah. Like I said a few minutes ago, I love sweet stuff on pork. Uh, You put this on a slab of ribs. You let it caramelize. You let the bark develop. And that whole outer layer is like meat candy. It has a nice natural honey flavor, but it's not all sweetness either. I mean, you, you get a little bit of saltiness, a little bit of garlic in it, and it's just it, absolutely fantastic. I uh, I think this was one of the few of the uh, – what, what's the highest? Uh, five out of five, it would be the Grand Champion. Right, Grand Champion, right. That I gave this patch. Yes, that's yeah. absolutely correct. All right, so we so go from – Highly recommended. Highly recommended. ButcherBBQ.com is the website, of course. Yes. Okay. And then I guess the uh, drum roll. All right. Here we go. So to unveil number one, Butcher Barbecue runner up, and number one is. Fat Kid Sauces. BBQ Goodness Rub. 
Sorry. And, uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's, hold on. It's Butcher Barbecues. Now, stop. That's end of interview. He's the sponsor of the show for crying out. All right, go ahead, Scott. Uh, this is a hot sauce manufacturer who makes some of the best sauce out there. Uh, but just kind of out of nowhere, it was a couple of years ago, he came up with this really mild barbecue rub. I wasn't able to taste it until this year. But once I did, I tried out some grilled wings, and um, it was – I had actually used it in concert with some buffalo sauce too. And I honestly have to tell you, this is probably one of the te- – among the 10 best things I've ever eaten. Fat kids this, sauces. Fat kids sauces, yeah. <laughs> uh, this rub is perfect for everything. It's the perfect seasoning. Hell, put it in chili. The, 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 try it on popcorn. If you love the drapers, you might even love this better. Does it taste like uh, cake? Because I love it like a fat kid loves cake. Uh, barbecue cake, I guess. All right. <laughs> but it's good on just about every type of protein, fish, chicken, pork, beef, you name wow. it. it. It goes good on everything. It, it just, uh, I, I can't say enough about this product. Just top notch all the way. Where do you get it? And you can find at fatkidsauces.com. Fatkidsauces.com. All right, so there we go. Number one in barbecue rub, fat kid sauces barbecue goodness rub. Number one in sauce, rooftop barbecue sauce. All right. Uh, was there something else that you said you were going to be promoting tonight, Scott? Uh, actually, no. Uh, as usual, just go to my uh, website, scottrobertsweb.com, and uh, I'm doing all kinds of things there. I had actually put up a, a nice long video of all of my favorite products. I didn't give a top five. It was just the number ones in specific categories. Okay. You know, sweet and spicy, all around hot sauce. So uh, if you want to know my opinions on those types of things, uh, just go to my website, scroll down a little bit on the homepage, and you'll see that video there. Do you have anything new that you're going to be trying out that we should be on the lookout for? Uh, all kinds of spicy products, uh, sweet stuff. I, I have a bunch of uh, jams and jellies I'm going to try. Uh, there's just the usual barbecue sauces and seasonings. I'm going to uh, try and get a little bit more of those. And let's get a little buffer in there so when we have you on next month, you'll have a, buffer, a great yeah. – uh, it's, it's not- you have a great yeah, it, uh, thing it, it, to choose. Not everything, you know, scalds your tongue. So that's right. Uh, but except uh, the number four sauce was definitely four, something yeah. that you're going to be in trouble for. Yeah. All right. But well, if you're in a mood for something hot, yeah, definitely try that one. All right. Well, we'll keep that in mind. He is Scott Roberts from Scott Roberts Web dot com, doing his best of 2011 for sauces and rub. Scott, always appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on tonight. Okay. Thank you, Greg. There he is. See ya. That man knows his sauce, you know? Yeah, I mean, nothing better than the man knowing his way around sauce. Sauce. I love to get sauced. Are you going to eat the Trinidad Scorpion barbecue sauce? Does that scare the shit right out of you? No way I'm eating that, man. That's hot. It's hot. If a chili, if, if a professed chili head says he can get through about three bites before he's feeling heat, what is that, half a chew for me? Is that what happened to your chaps, man? <laughs> yes. Yes! That's exactly what happened. I didn't think you were going to put two and two together. Joke's on me. 
I was born at night, but not last night. That's right. All right. Uh, Billy Durag Carroll is in the house. Durag Q is his team name. I am your program host, Greg Rempe, 877-448-0433. If you want to say hi to Billy or you can email the show, greg at the BBQ Central Show. Dot com. Uh, Billy, you're going to be doing the Benton, Kentucky competition this year? I don't know, man. I haven't checked with my management team to, to determine our schedule. All right, to be determined later. But before we get into any more of that, Billy, let's talk about a guy on the Internet who is a trusted retailer. Look, you can go on the Internet. You can continually try and find the best price on this cooker or that cooker or these wood chunks or those wood chunks. And sometimes you find a price that is unbelievable. Well, or is too good to believe. What have you heard words of wisdom when things are too good to believe? You talking to me? Yes. Well, you know, if it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true. Exactly. That's why when you put in those orders for the $75 Weber Smoky Mountain Cooker online, well, you're never going to see it. Either because the company took your money and they or they are running, heading for the hills. I know. I ordered two of them. Exactly. Two different times. Perfect example. Or they're a reputable company. They just haven't found it for $30 so they can mark it up to make their money and then sell it to you. They say they're backordered. Look, that's why. Exactly. That's why you have to deal with Fred's Music and Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply, which you can find at TastyLicksBBQ.com. Located in beautiful, perhaps tropical, Shillington, Pennsylvania. Right in the heart of the armpit. But look, Fred has everything in stock. His brick-and-mortar place is revered worldwide because when you order it, he goes to pick it, ships it to you promptly. The price is fair. Fair. But you're going to get it. And let me tell you something else. Nothing worse than thinking you're Mr. Know-it-all. You put in your order. And now you get it. Well, guess what? Joke's on you. You don't know how to use it. What's most important? Customer support after the fact. Order up, plug it in, man. Exactly. You can email Fred. You can call Fred or talk to any one of the other knowledgeable sales staff there after you buy it, and they will help you use it effectively and efficiently. Support after the fact is nothing better than that. You can get cookers and grills and smokers and cookbooks and wood chips and wood chunks and injections. You can get Forno grills for Italian pizza ovens. You can get semolina flour. You can get this other flour that I had no idea what the hell he was talking about, but it sounded very expensive. Fred has it all. TastyLicksBBQ.com. That's TastyLicksBBQ.com. Be sure to try their injections, rubs, and sauces as well. Fred Bernardo, longtime sponsor of the show, and that's why you got to go check them out when you're looking to get any of those products. TastyLicksBBQ.com. We're coming back with Durag right after this. Stick around. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. Twenty till the top of the hour. Thirty-eight minutes past the hour of ten o'clock, and Durag is in. Durag Q, Pitmaster, eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Call in now. Call in now. Maybe you would like to ask. Uh... Let me turn my phone around here. You have a big phone. Yeah, better known as a computer. Oh. 
Yeah. Is that one of them internet things? Yeah. Get the internet. Full porno, I'm telling you. You got to get on Google porno and you'll get pages and pages and pages of returns. I, I just be jeweled. Look, I'm going to make a statement here. <laughs> Who would have thought <laughs> with the proliferation, this is the last time you're coming in the studio because I can't <laughs> laugh. Who would have thought with the proliferation of the internet? It's over, live. And it came over, like, when I was graduating college in 97 is, like, when it really hit. Email was out, the internet, Playboy was on there, and it was like, man, it is going to be outrageous what is going to happen with this thing. It's going to take off like wildfire. This is not a fad, folks. This is here to stay. You fast forward 10 years and then another four, that's like 11 years. Who would have thought... That one of the only things that you can still get for free, which I thought would be locked down 100% on the internet, porno. Get that big stuff out of here. You can get porn for free all over the internet. Billion dollar industry. I, I got dial up. It doesn't matter. It just takes longer for it to load in. You got to look at pictures. I can look at movies on the high speed. I had no idea all the way thinking back then. It's only a matter of time before all the porno is locked down. You're going to have to pay membership fees or one-time viewing charges or whatever the case may be. It is running amok free porno for everybody on the internet. I can't believe it. I could make this show pay-per-view every Tuesday night. And what would you choose, this show or porno? You choose porno because it's free. Of course. Uh, and also there's hot chicks. Where? Well, on porno. No. Of course. All right, Billy Duray Carroll is in. I'm in. Let me ask you this. Patrick, thank you. Patrick would pay for this show. So we would have one viewer every week. Everybody else is watching free porn. There are there seems to be a delineation of the amount of teams that are out there doing twenty five plus contests. Top teams in the industry let's say, are doing just as many as Robert was, maybe even a little bit more. So let's say between, let's, so let's go 30-plus competitions a year. The majority of people, and Neil Strauder, tell me if I'm wrong, the majority of teams out there are not doing 30-plus competitions a year. If you think about how many weeks are in a year, which is 78, 52, that is more than half of the calendar year. You can't hear. Folks, we're, we're downgrading fast. What's your point, Greg? Should Here's the point. I'm going to make it right here. Should there be a major league division of barbecue? If there's teams that are out there cooking 30-plus events, and the majority of people aren't going to do that, how can you compete against teams that are doing it that much more than you? Is it fair? I don't know. Of course you know. You're there doing it. You had to have thought about, well, when Mike Davis pulls up or when, uh, when Robert McGee pulls up or when a Rod Gray pulls up or when Mike Wozniak pulls These are teams that are doing it almost every weekend during the course of a calendar year. Yeah, but they don't win every one of them. You know, I beat some of them. They, they, most of the time they beat me, but that's okay. But, you know, I'm, 
I don't know, man. I, I, I envy those guys that can cook that much. You don't feel at any type of, of, of disadvantage or the fact that they're, they're able to cook that many more than you are, that they should be sectioned off no. on their own? Hey, you know, if they're the best, I want to get beat by the best. Or maybe I want to beat them, you know? Well, of course you do want to beat them. Sure I do. That's why we do this. And to have a good time. That's right. How many competition cooking classes have you ever taken or not? Three, three, four. Do you get anything out of them? Yeah, I've gotten some out of of almost every one of them. Do you think they're overpriced? I mean, like if you were, if everything's you were, overpriced, yeah, man. Of course, <laughs> you know. But I mean, you go if you went to Myron Mixon's class, you're paying uh, seven hundred and fifty bucks to go and take notes and watch what he I, does. I didn't, I didn't, I haven't taken his. You go to a Rod Gray's class uh, when he was doing it with Johnny Trigg, old school versus high tech. You're paying five hundred dollars. Uh, is this a a mere nominal fee for what you're going to be able to gain over the course of that weekend, and then reapply? Are there teams that you think are just copying what they learned in order to try and recoup cost. Competitions are expensive, true or false. True. So you want to go, you want to win money to recoup the loss or, or no. Or buy more beer. But you want to recoup some type of loss. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the deal. You can go to a class and you can make the best notes and you can copy everything they do and get all their recipes and even buy the same kind of smoker. You still got to put it all together, brother. You still got to cook. And you know what? I, I've I've got all those notes. I bought all the, those things, and I go home, and I still can't cook as good as some of those guys. You know, you still got to put it all together at the end of the day. Now, did I gain something from that? Almost every class I've ever gone to, I've gained some techniques. I've I've learned something that's helped me, and in some cases, it's helped me placing the money more. So, did it, it? Was it a good investment? Sure. Did I learn something? Sure. Do I use some of that stuff? Now and again, I do. I don't. Use, I don't know that I use anything, you know, that I from my first class. But maybe I do. I, I, I don't. I can't. I don't know. But you know, it's all about how fast do you want to get around the curve? Because well, that's that's what it is. I mean, if you're a new guy or you you want to get on that fast track to win, and you, you're you're going to go take, you know, if Robert had a class, yeah, you know, you probably go take Robert's class, the team of the year. But you still got a. Put it all together and make it happen. So that being said, you think if you're taking a class, your ability to get around the ramp and learning curve is going to be quicker if you do that? In some cases it is. In some cases it's not. I mean, it depends on what you learn. And and some of it's going to be technique. Some of it's going to be flavor profile. You know, it, it just depends. But, I, I mean, I encourage people to take class. If there's people out there want to want to tell you what they're doing, I mean, I, I'm interested I like to know. I like. I, I need a better way of doing something. I sure ain't winning every weekend. So let's talk about that for a second. Maybe there's a lot of people that might be listening to this a week from now or two weeks from now. Maybe they're thinking about forming a team and getting into this competition circuit. On the average, as a team, when you go travel somewhere, just kind of very, you know, give me some general numbers. What kind of a, an investment money-wise are you looking at going to a competition? You mean just, just for a comp, not, not including my initial, initial investment in smoker and truck and trailer and all that? Correct. I mean, there's obviously going to be that kind of upfront cost, but just you know, a well, weekend-to-weekend yeah. basis, what you, kind of a cost? You've got to buy your supplies, your meat, your beer, you know, gas, beer, ice, beer. You, you get the idea. Correct. Uh, $750 easy. A weekend? Yeah. 
All right, and you do that 18 times during the course of a year. So you're in, let's see, hold on one second, 750, 18. So you're in roughly $1.35 million for those 18 events. Very expensive, right? I hope my wife's not listening. I mean, I could sit here and say, well, you know, on any given weekend, I could take that $750 and throw one of the biggest blowouts this neighborhood has ever seen. Yeah, you could. So why not do that? Uh, you know, there's guys out there that got, you know, $35,000, $40,000 bass boats and, you know, $200 fishing rigs. And, you know, you know, it's all about what, what makes you happy and why you do it. Why, why do you do what you do? Because it makes you happy. It really doesn't matter most of the time what it costs. If you have a good time doing it, you're going to do it. <laughs> you know, you're going to find a way. Like that race car driver that he can't pay his trailer rent, but by God, he can buy him some new tires. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's using the, the trailer rent money to go do that. But you know what? It makes him happy. He figures it out. He, but, you know, it's to, to me, it's not about the money. Sure, I like to get a check at the end of the day, just like everybody else. But, you know, do, do I not do one next week because I didn't place? No, I, I, I got a good job. I travel. That's why I'm up here. Make more money. I'm up here learning stuff. So I can go back to work and say, hey, I learned something new. Pay me more money. And they say, get out of here. <laughs> you go back to your office. Pay you nothing. <laughs> you like it. You're lucky you have a job. What is, when you're out, so let's say you're going to do 18 events during the course of the season. Would it be a six? I mean, it's going to be successful regardless from what it sounds like. I mean, you're getting out there, you're having fun, you're meeting people, having some pops, doing whatever the case may be. But when you're looking at it from a competition perspective, would it be a successful year if you're just able to go above and beyond what you did the following year? Uh, are you looking to break even money-wise? Is that even possible? Are you looking to put money in the bank for the following year? What would what do you guys constitute as a successful competition season? Now, hopefully no one got killed or injured. That's, Number that's one. usually good. Right. And, good uh, to be alive, as uh, we always say on the show. I mean, we like, we like to get our name called, just like everybody else. Um, you know, we, we didn't we didn't have a great year this year. We we got a couple of reserves. We we got a couple of categories. If you look at the year before that, we had quite a few more um, than we did last year. But uh, you know, I was pretty happy with what we did. Um, R- Richard, my my cooking partner, and I we we come up with some new ideas and we put them to the test. And you know, at the end of the day, if you if you put out a good product and you know it's the same product that you put out last week and the week before and the week before. And one week you do really good, the next week you don't. Well, you, it's 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 all about somebody's opinion. That's the rules of the game. You accept them or you go home and, and do something else. Go to fishing tournament or whatever. So yeah, that's my take on it. Now, that doesn't mean that it's everybody's take. There's there's obviously some people out there that are very serious about this and, and have some other interest that, that may enter into it, You know, whether it be catering, a restaurant, whatever. That's good for them. Whatever makes them happy and, and is is their goals, more power to them. Um, you know, I don't I don't I don't necessarily see it the same way. But you know, do you have a good time? Do you, do you get some enjoyment out of it? Do you meet some new people? Do you spend some time with the people that you care about and you get to know? You know, there's yeah, that's why I do it. I don't do it for the money. That's right, Billy uh, Durag Carroll joining us here on the show. All right, so let me ask you this, and I, and I did. Uh, proposition this to Robert McGee when he was on. I asked him about flavor profiles and 
you know, where is he seeing it fit in right now? You're not necessarily cooking in the same particular regions of the country. You're a Tennessee guy, right? I am. So you'll get down maybe more in the southeast portion of the mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Where are you seeing flavor profiles on right now? Well, obviously, I hadn't seen them too good last year. They've changed a little bit. You know, a couple of years ago, it was all sweet and heat. You know, it's changed a little bit last year. We didn't figure it out. We're still chasing it. But I think from what I'm hearing out there, is that you know they're they're not as as as, as into the sweet stuff anymore? Um, where where is it? I don't know. I'm still chasing that, but uh, maybe the savory. Uh, maybe I think people still like some spice in there. Um, you know, I, it it definitely changes, um, but sometimes it comes back around too. You know, is it an issue of if you are in Tennessee, it's going to be one way. If you're in Alabama, it's going to be one way. If you're in doing an FBA event, flavor profiles are going to be different, or does it not vary that much depending on what section of the country you're in? Well, Greg, that's an excellent question. Thank you. Yes. I, you know, I, I don't <laughs> – we cook a lot in the south. We, we've cooked a couple of times in Arkansas and, and up in Kentucky and Indiana. But, uh, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't cook enough in those other areas to, to know that uh, – that that flavor profile does or doesn't work in a certain area. We're lucky in that in Tennessee and Nashville, you know, we, we can go 200, 300 miles at the most and, and hit most of our contests. So we don't really get out of our region a whole lot, you know. One of the most important things a team can do is pick out a cooker. So when we come back from this quick break, we're going to talk about, as to wrap up the show, uh, items that you want to take into account when you're looking at a cooker, you're obviously using the uh, FEs. Mm-hmm. Other teams use stick burners. Other teams use other cookers. So we'll get into that here in a second as we close out the show. Great. But quickly, let me tell you about who are you using for your uh, pellet supplier? Barbecue Delight. Oh, whoa, wait a second. Wrong one. That's the one we want right there. When you play the sound effects and you don't look, things can happen. Candy Weaver is the newest sponsor of the show. She makes these wood pellets. You use them in uh, pellet cookers? Yes. Last week, I came out to the listening public and told them that I was a walking contradiction, that I had gotten my hands on a pellet cooker, and quite frankly, it's hard not to love. They're easy. Thermostatic controls are a wonderment. But look, if you are going... To go down the road of a pellet cooker, regardless of what manufacturer you get, there's Traeger's, there's Max, there's Louisiana Grills, there's Green Mountain Grills, there's FEC Cookers, there's Grilla Grills. They're all over now. Traeger lost that pan on the auger and all hell broke loose. And now all of a sudden, and 99% of them are located up like in Oregon somewhere. I have no idea what the hell that's all about. You want to get a fuel, as in wood pellets, that you're going to be able to use consistently. They are top grade. You're not falling for this hokey malokey about all 100% wood. We talked with Candy Weaver at length on the third segment of the show last week, and she said, look, I could give you 100% applewood pellets, but when it comes right down to it, apple doesn't have the BTU that some of the other woods have. That's why with Barbecuer's Delight, it's two-thirds oak. It's one-third flavor wood, whether it be the apple, whether it be the hickory, whether it be the oak, whatever the case may be, you have the blend to allow BTUs, but then allow that flavor to come through. They're shipped promptly. They're fairly priced. And quite honestly, if you talk to anybody that's using pellets, 
They're considered to be widely the pellet to go to on the competition circuit, but also in the backyard. You can find them in a number of specialty stores. You can find them in one-pound bag, 20-pound bags. Whatever the size you need, Candy's going to be able to hook you up. And again, they're all done naturally. Plus, she's got some outside-the-box flavors. She's got the wine-infused oak. She's got that sassafras. She's got the the herb and savory pellet, which is, like, great if you smoke meatloaf. It's absolutely fantastic. And then, of course, all the traditional stuff that you know about. So you go and visit this website, BBQRS, BBQers, BBQRSDelight.com. That's BBQRSDelight.com. Place your order in the comment section. Tell her you heard her on the show or make a call in. Make your order that way. Tell her you heard her on the show. Let her know that what she is doing here is working for her. Always ask that you give first consideration to any show sponsor before you actually go out and make that purchase. And Candy is just a part of that sponsorship team. Barbecuers Delight, the wood pellet to use in your wood-fired cookers. And that by me now, of course, the pellet-fired cookers. BBQRSDelight.com. We will wrap it up with Billy Durag Carroll right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampy. We are back four minutes till the top of the hour, 56 past the hour of 10 o'clock, and Durag is in. All right, Billy, uh, if you can answer this question fairly succinctly, when somebody is going out to buy a cooker for competition, just your two cents, you've seen them all out there, how do you recommend somebody going out to outfit themselves with that initial competition cooker? Well, you know, I would assume that they'd do a little research and, you know, head out to some of the competitions and talk to some cooks and, you know, I mean, guys come around and ask us about our FEs and we gladly show them how they work and what we think of them. And I, I if guys looking for one, I think that's the first place he needs to start Go and go and see what, what's out there and, uh, and ask somebody how they work for them. And, and then you got to, you know, some other consideration, you know, do, you know, stick burner, other, you know, what, what do you want to do? Do you want to sit and babysit one? You want to do, uh, you want to set it and forget it? Do you want to, you know, green egg? You, you know, well, there, there's all kinds out there. It's whatever fits in your environment, in your trailer, in your truck, in your in your mode of transportation. You know, you're, you got to think about all that kind of stuff. How are you going to load it? Can you load it by yourself? Uh, you, you know, does it uh, does it hold all your meat? Do you need two smokers? What you know, there's a there's a multitude of things to think about. Do you have to consider price as being one of the, the top things to consider, or should well, that be? Yeah, I mean, obviously price is important, but considering yeah, not, everything else. Yeah, I mean, you don't you're not paying me to do this. So I I got to consider price, you know, but sure. I mean, you, you know, you you can you can only get what you can afford to get, you know. Um that has a lot to do with it. That that's probably why I don't uh I, I don't have uh one of those expensive stick burners, you know. It's a it's a chunk of change. They're great cookers. Um, you know, but I can't afford one at right now unless they got a layaway plan or something. I don't think they do, you know. Not that I'm aware of. So, um, you know, hoping maybe they'd front one to me and need some R&D done on it, but apparently they don't. But, but yeah, I mean, I would have one if I could afford one, but I'd, I can't. All right. Where are you, what are you going to be gearing up for in 2012? 
give, you us, know, give I, us some insight to do rag Q. We, we, you know what? We, 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 our last contest was coming Georgia the week before Thanksgiving. We, we haven't done a whole lot since, since then. We've, you know, holidays and whatnot. We hadn't really thought about it. Um, you know, we could go uh, throw in for another 12, 14, 18 contests like we usually do. Uh, we might cut back a little bit. I, I really don't know. Um, we knew that we were going to get through the holidays, and, and I knew I was coming up here for work, and we thought, well, you know, about February, we'll kind of figure it out. And, and that's kind of where we are. we got a couple things working financially. If they come through, you know, we might be out there a, lot, a little bit more. If they don't, then, you know, uh, funny thing, I, I've – I, I, re, I got too many hobbies. There's too many things that I, I like doing. And, you know, this last month or two that I've, I've been at home every weekend and enjoying, you know, being around the house. And I, I ride a bike, a Harley. I got restore mini bikes. And I, I, you know, I, I do all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, I forgot how much fun that was. But I still love barbecue. When it, you know, I'll, I'll do it until it's not fun anymore. Uh, it's still fun. I still have a good time. So we'll be back out there. I just don't know exactly what we're going to do yet. All right. He is Billy Durag Carroll sitting in live again for the second time. Pitmaster of Durag Q. Billy, I appreciate you coming in from the west side of Cleveland. You don't have any idea what the east and west side divide is all about. And that's something I could bore you with all West side, baby. That's right. Well, not over in this side. No. East side. I've been here. Not up in here. This is east side. I'm from the south side, brother. That's all right. South side is different. Uh, So I appreciate you coming in. And again, next time you're in town, I'll be here. Open door policy whenever you're in. You want to roll in for the show, you're more than welcome. Cool. Thanks for having me. All right. Absolutely. My pleasure. And that is not going to be what I want to have play right now. Hey, this is Helen Paradise from SoCal. And you are listening to the Central Show. Fire in. There we go. All right. Here we go. That's what I wanted. Here we go. Crowd. Durag was a success, of course. He's reading it all on the internet. You're not fooling him. Absolutely not. I got dial-up. You got dial-up? I do. You'll see it tomorrow. <laughs> all right, let's briefly recap what happened on the show tonight. We had Robert McGee from Munch and Hogs at the Hilton talking about being crowned 2011 Team of the Year. Team of the Year. Best years any team has absolutely ever had. Kind of almost ran away and hid with it for a while, and then Swine Assassins had a... A great end of the year as well. And they finished in second. Dave Bosca, third overall in KCBS Team of the Year. We also had Scott Roberts on at 1014 this evening talking about his 2011 best sauce, best rub. So if you missed that, if you've tuned in late, you go back and get the archives. They'll be up at some point tomorrow. And, of course, we had Billy Durag Carroll in for the entire show sitting in and kind of jumping in where he saw fit. Look, let me help you to control the rusty grill grate population. If you have raw cast iron, you've used it, you've cleaned it off, now it's starting to cool down. Hit that with a little pan, a little Crisco, let it burn back in as it cools down. You're seasoning the grate. It's going to give you years of trouble-free service. The last thing you want to get on raw cast iron is rust. It will spread like the plague. Soon enough, you're replacing it at cost to you. So, always reseason after each and every use. Also... September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Till we see you next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Reppy. For Billy Durag Carroll, good night now.